It's Stick to Sports with Logan, Adam, and Noah. Welcome to the Stick to Sports podcast, where our opinions are the only ones that matter. It's been a long time, but it's Noah. It's Logan. It's Adam. And we're going to start this podcast on a bit of a somber tone as, you know, tragedy happened in the sports world. Not even just the basketball world, but the sports world. Um, Yesterday, on Sunday, Kobe Bryant, his daughter Gigi, as well as um, seven others were killed in a helicopter crash in Calabasas. So, obviously, our hearts go out to those affected, especially the Bryant family, as well as the sports community and the other families affected. So, yeah, basically, guys, how how did you guys take that, the news, pretty much? I know, Adam, you were the first person to know out of all three of us. Out of pretty much everybody there was, because I was talking to some people, and they got a notification from TMZ when that popped up, and they're like, oh, Kobe Bryant's dead, and I'm like, you got to be kidding, right? Maybe it was some dumb like article about LeBron passing Kobe, but then I looked into it myself and I saw that, that was true and it was just it's so just unexpected and tragic because there was obviously nothing leading up to this and the fact that Kobe was already had been in the news just a few hours before because of LeBron passing him for the all-time points scored list is just extremely tragic. And the fact that his daughter was on the helicopter with him, they were heading to one of their, he was heading to his daughter's uh, travel basketball game, actually. And it's just really sad that that happened. And it could have, it was avoidable. It was an accident. It was because there was a fog in the air as the helicopter was flying. And the guy who was flying it miscalculated where they were. And they just, they crashed the helicopter. And that's, that's always the saddest thing when you can't, you can't even see it coming. Yeah, um, I didn't. When I first saw it was TMZ, I wasn't really sure. I'm like, do I believe this or not? But then some more reputable sources were tweeting out about it, and then like the reality just set in. Like, how could like even in this not even in the sports world, but just the entire world, his impact is just. All, you can see all these people talking about it. His impact was huge around the world. Mm-hmm. And For me personally, like, when I saw it, when you said it, actually, I thought you were making a joke because of Oh, the, no, I, I wouldn't. Because of the I wouldn't joke about passing. that. No. Yeah, LeBron passing him. So I was like, okay, first off, I'm like, what are you talking about? And then you said in a helicopter crash. And it's like, first off, it's just random. Yep. Like, it was Sunday after. It was a Sunday afternoon. I think it was like 1 o'clock when we all found out. Um, I was watching Kobe clips that morning because, like, you know, you know that your YouTube recommended. They saw the LeBron thing. And then led you to another video, led me to another video. I was just watching a bunch of Kobe's clips. And it's like, then next thing you know, he's just gone. Yep. Like that. And it's not like he's one of those players where you don't really see him that much, you know, after his retirement. He's constantly there. No, he was, he was an icon. He yeah, was exactly. If you were looking at that generation of sports fans, he was probably the basketball player they identified the most with. Exactly. You know, people in a certain age range, that was their guy. Like he was he was the number one most visible basketball player. He was the face of the NBA for a long time and he was everywhere even after his retirement. He would be all over the place. You'd see him in all sorts of media, on commercials, this that. And he was also a great person. Yeah. You could tell that he cared a lot about his daughters, a lot about his family. 
a lot about other people. Very high class person. Um, just wanted to do good for his community. And it, that's always the worst kind of loss. Yeah, like the impact he had on like pretty much every young player in the league. He was probably their idol growing up. All like every single player, and you could see that with like like Trey Young and Devin Booker. They went out and honored him, and like he was most of these young players' idols and inspired them to work and do better in basketball. And just for all these players to lose. Or not just players, but everyone to lose such a icon is, is tragic. I think at such a young age too, especially especially because, and not even him, but those families with him and his daughter who was just thirteen. Yeah, it was just even more heartbreaking. And another thing is, Mark Cuban um, announced that the Mavericks would retire number twenty four. And um, Chris Broussard um, today on Undisputed on Fox Sports said that. He thinks that the league should retire twenty four and probably eight league wide, not because like obviously there's only the only other league you look at this that this happened is in the MLB with Jackie Robinson obviously with for different purposes forty two, but if you think about legends, if you first off if you think about great greatest of all time the first three people that you think of are MJ. Um, LeBron, Kobe, and you put Magic in that conversation too or whatnot, but those are the three people that have always been in the thick of the um, GOAT conversation. You haven't seen a legend like that die. Like, the last couple NBA legend that really died was Moses Malone who was around 60 years old. At that, at that time, you're thinking, oh, it's a little more natural or whatnot. So, first off, so young, so sudden, so tragic. I think the league should do something. I don't know if it's going to be as crazy as changing the whole logo, but... I, I actually, I like that idea. I don't, I don't think it's going to happen. I think that his uh, his shooting form is iconic. Yeah. And people would be easily be able to tell what that is. I think that that's actually a pretty good idea. I mean, a lot of people are with it. Um, I don't know how I feel about it personally. I think at a term of merch, on a merchandising level, I feel like it's a little... I don't know. But sad, right? It's the NBA logo is obviously Jerry West, the same GM that traded for Kobe when he was drafted in 96. And I think the, imp- the impact that he had, I know for me personally, it was, it was just crazy when I found out the news because, again, I was looking for TMZ. And if you saw, everyone was like, until ESPN or CNN or somebody says it, you're not, nobody's going to believe it because this is TMZ. And, like, you know, usually they're right. Usually TMZ is not wrong, but... Like you, I was looking for a more reputable news source, and then they said it, and you could tell. Like Wolves tweeted. Wolves tweeted. Wolves tweets. The worst Wolves bomb ever, but it's it's really like, and literally my heart goes out to Vanessa, Vanessa Bryant, and the and family. Yeah, other families and the other passengers on the helicopter. Yeah, and it's again, this is not. People are saying, why was he in a helicopter? This is something he's. He did that when he was a player. He's so. always done. Yeah, so it's not like this was a. It, it was routine, and, it, you know, tomorrow's not always promised. Like, and obviously Mamba would, it's it's just sad, you know, everything. But I think from now until, it's, and you can't even be on social media without seeing something dedicated to him. But I think now, and you'll see this, I think, probably till the end of the season, probably for seasons to come, you're gonna, people are going to feel the impact of this, and it's hard, honestly.
not even as just an NBA fan, but as a sports fan and mm-hmm. as a fan of like people, because he was a good person. Yep. Yeah. All right. So moving on from that, and I don't think moving on this subject matter, I think we could ever move on yeah. from this. Um, but we're gonna go into a little bit more development into the Astros sign stealing scandal. Is it, um, is it the Astros slash Red Sox now? Is it, or is it just the Astros? Uh, it could be. I think it's now several teams are getting roped into this since the last time we made a podcast on this sometime in the Stone Age. Um, <laughs> the Astros got smacked with a penalty by uh, the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. Uh, Astros general manager, Jeff Lunhow, was... Uh, suspended and eventually fired. Um, their coach, A.J. Hinch, was also fired uh, out of necessity, pretty much, because it's not like they could have come back, really. And I highly doubt either one of them is going to be managing or general managing in baseball again. They also received a fine and lost a couple of draft picks. While that's going to hurt them, I don't know if that was the harshest punishment they could have gone with. I was advocating then, back in November, and still now, for the Astros to be stripped of their World Series title especially since they're now uh, there's some evidence coming out the Astros have been wearing buzzers on their chests that go off when a certain pitch is coming, which is so far beyond the trash can. It's not even funny. And they've been analyzing a video of Jose Altuve hitting that walk-off home run off of Chapman last year in the ALCS as being evidence of that. And if that's true, if that's true, then we start talking lifetime bans. But... I think MLB is going to refuse to investigate that because they don't want to actively destroy one of their own teams and turn it into a bigger issue than it already is. So they're probably going to cover this up, regardless of whether or not that's in good faith. But there have been some repercussions on other teams. Uh, Alex Cora, who was previously the bench coach for the Astros, was fired by the Red Sox mm-hmm. because of his role in the scandal. In Houston and in Boston, He was the Red Sox have been accused of using sign stealing to help out or from the runners on second base back to the batter to help the batter. And nothing as advanced as what the Astros have been accused of, but that investigation is still ongoing, obviously, and there are no penalties handed out yet. Cora was kind of dismissed in advance because they knew that he was going to get caught up in it. Hey, also, yeah. prospective Mets manager Carlos Beltran. I didn't know he was – they named him. The oh, yeah, well, he was, he was, but ends up having a managerial record of 0-0 zero and zero yeah. because he was – fired by the Mets because he was a player on the Astros during the 2017 season. That was a good move by the Mets. It was good that they reacted quickly. They got rid of him because they knew they had to. They didn't want to risk it. And the Mets aren't really involved in this. This is pretty much just down to the Astros and the Red Sox. But this is this is bad. And, and we talked about this when we first discussed this. We It was in the earlier stages. We said that we'll see how this looks. In terms of the, like, in terms of comparison to the other big cheating scandals in sports history, this or I think this jumps so high already. People are comparing it to the Pete Rose scandal, which I think this is worse. Way worse. Than, and the LA, um, the Los Angeles City Council apparently unanimously d- um, decided that they would go to the MLB and. Um, Acts for the um, World Series. Like, yeah, you have to feel bad for the Dodgers because they lost. That would be two World Series, and yeah, all the players that were on those teams that that that, that affected 
like Clayton Kershaw is destroyed. They he's a choker. Yeah. In playoff games, but because of what they did. That, that's true. I think the two teams that were most heavily affected by this were the Dodgers and the Yankees. Yeah. Because we got. As a country, we got robbed of a Yankees-Dodgers World Series. That is yes, a fact. That was, that is, I wanted that very bad. And with Boston and Houston still doing it in 2018, we might have been robbed of a second Yankees-Dodgers World Series. Entirely possible. And Dodgers might still have, or the Astros might still have been doing it in 2019. That hurt the Yankees directly as well. Dodgers did not feel the effects of that that year. But those are the two teams that could claim to be the biggest victims of this. Other people who are the biggest victims are pitchers who were on the fringe and played the Astros during the regular season. Guys who were struggling to get a job, guys who were September call-ups trying to prove themselves. Astros come in, come in and shell them, and they're never the same. They get sent down. They lose their job. They're not pitching uh, baseball anymore. There are more than a handful of those guys that have lost out on a lot of money because of the Astros destroying their career pretty much. And you got to feel bad for those guys. And I think one thing, Jose Altuve, which, again, if you're a player, I I don't know who is Jose's management team or whatnot. Why are you speaking out? Like, if you're a Houston Astros player, you should not be speaking out. But Jose Altuve called the allegations that he was wearing a buzzer preposterous and that he guarantees the Astros will be back in the World Series the next year. Jose first Altuve. Off, no, go ahead. First off, delusional. Because mm-hmm. first off, I think you need a manager and a, uh, a GM, you know, to and get a new ace. Exactly, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But also another thing, we're not Jose is acting like there's he has done nothing. Like it's already confirmed that you stole signs. Now we're just talking about how bad was it? Like how advanced was the method that you took? Because the banging confirmed. Yep. Now if it gets to the point that you're wearing a buzzer. That's even worse. You know? Yep. I would say the biggest frauds in this entire scandal has nothing to do with Mike Fires. I know the Astros fans get mad about that. Yeah. They get mad at him because he spoke the truth. Yeah. They, that is a general life principle. They, if, if there's somebody that says something people don't like, they're, they're never going to live that down. And Astros fans are just letting Mike Fires have it. But in the end, even though he knew that he was going to be hated forever by a select group of people he chose to do that the people who come out as the biggest frauds in this are the core astros who have been crowing for so long about oh we should be other people should be punished for this or that justin verlander is the biggest hypocrite in all of this yes justin verlander is a loser he actively said that you should suspend Certain players for using steroids. This that no place in the game for steroids. A couple years later, his teammate gets busted for steroids. He says, "I know him as a person. He's a great person." Last year, he rails against the sign stealing, saying it's terrible and everybody should get lifetime bans that's involved with that. His own team gets caught up in that. He says nothing. Justin Verlander is a hypocrite. He shows up at a gala a couple days ago, talking, "Oh, I'm so proud of our team's advanced analytics and our advanced technology." He's joking about the fact that his team stole a World Series. He thinks it's funny. It's not even, I think, a fact that... If you look at the Astros... Astros, I think, the last five years... Dynasty, like, di- not five years. last three, four years have been... You, I was, you were looking at a potential dynasty. I thought they were a dynasty. They haven't had a... Have they had a sub-100 win season in the last three years? I don't no. think so. No. And every year, they're breaking more records. Yep. And... 
you're looking at the, you're looking at Alex Bregman, Jose Altuve, Justin Verlander. You're looking at like, oh my gosh, these are people you're are gonna be immortalized in Cooperstown someday, you know? And you look at and it takes away the integrity of baseball. You have people looking up to Jose Altuve. They're actually just looking down. Looking down, at him. down looking straight ahead. <laughs> you saw Aaron Judge deleted his congratulation tweet about Jose winning MVP. As he should. Judge got robbed in the first place. But. Yeah. It's it's sad. And again, I think you put this on the same level as Deflategate, Spygate. Oh, it's so much worse than Deflategate because we don't even know that happened. We know the banging thing happened. Yeah. That is... The worst part about this is the fact that there was an actual investigation that produced actual results, and the players who were involved are still denying that the original allegation is true. We already know it's true. We're investigating for additional things on top of that, and they're denying the first charge. It's just, it's wrong, and the fact that they know it's wrong is really what hurts, because there are little kids that grow up watching the Astros that's my favorite player. Altuve shows up for Astros Fan Fest a couple days ago. They're all, Mr. Altuve, Mr. Altuve, sign my, sign my jersey. You know, sign my, you know, sign my baseball. They're idle, whether or not they know it. Their idol's a cheater. Yeah. He's a cheater. And when they figure that out, they're going to be distraught. You know, is that what you want to be teaching young, impressionable fans when you're trying to grow the game? When when the fan bases are gradually getting older and you need to reach out to younger audiences, do you want to have to cheat in order to do that? My opinion to both of you, both of you. I want I want to get your honest opinion on this, right? Is this is the sign stealing scandal and the effects and consequences that it's going to have on the on Major League Baseball? Is it worse than the steroid epidemic? Yeah, well, I would say it depends on how big it gets if it's just the astros then i don't know but then again it's probably not just the astros obviously the red sox are involved too yeah so we don't the red sox have a world series yep so we don't really know how deep it goes but what we do know is it is more of a modern thing so i kind of know where it started but they don't know how big it's gotten so they they do have a starting point okay but we're talking if we're thinking about the stories again right you still have to hit the balls you know like in terms of like you, you gotta see, hit the ball that you is do true. have to hit it and steroids are not gonna help you in fact I think it makes it harder to hit Stero- <laughs> yeah steroids just make the ball fly farther but if you know where the ball is gonna be before you hit it you put all of your power into that swing yeah then arguably that's just like steroids too because you have extra power because you know it's not if it's off speed you know it's off speed exactly. you swing as hard as you can at it because you know where it is how yeah. is that any different I think it's worse the steroids, steroids, all I think the steroids did. The steroid epidemic added some personal accolades. That's what that did. This is like the whole team. The whole team. You're taking away. First off, think of how much money has have been lost by other teams. Oh, yeah. The Astros have all the money they've gotten from being in the World Series. like, And then other teams are losing out on that because they were cheating. It's... It, it takes away, if, if it's just that, because there was a stat, I forget, that uh, they said Jose Altuve at the Astros home stadium versus Jose Altuve on, at away stadiums. It was like the most lopsided stat I've ever seen in my it life. It was twice, his average was twice as high. And if you're looking at that, first off, does that negate all your home wins? I, I don't know, but when you look at their playoff stats in 2017, even Brian McCann, the catcher, yeah. was hitting... 
90 on the road. That's right. There's no number in front of that, just 90. And at home, he was sitting over 300. So explain that one. The entire team, every all of the core players. And every year, they would just continue. I think, think last season themselves, they broke, they broke the um, hits record. Um, they had like the highest batting yeah. average as a team. And you notice they lower their strikeout rate every year. Exactly. Because they know it's coming. It's, and you get more <laughs> pitchers, you get more signs. It. We'll see what happens in terms of this, but Congress is looking into it. Yep, that's right. The representative, I forget his name, but the guy from Illinois that is in charge of MLB's relation to the government has because that's a lot opened of, the investigation. That's a lot of uncontrolled money. That's right. So, because if you think about it, the, the what makes the MLB different than a lot of um, sports leagues is that it's not no salary cap, A, that's owner's money, owner's out of owner's pocket, and you're you're getting that much money over cheating. It's it's like the big, it's the world's biggest um, Ponzi scheme, basically. Pretty much. All right. So, speaking of teams that don't have to cheat to get to a championship game, we're talking about the Super Bowl, guys. That was a fantastic transition. The best transition. But you just ruined it by commenting on it. So continue. I can't tell if he's being serious or not. I can't tell either. Just continue. All right, there's, okay. a, there's, a, there's no video feed of this. You can't see this. It's All okay, right, though. so what are we thinking, guys? The, I think this might be a very interesting world. Um, wow. Super Bowl. Yeah, <laughs> I was going to say World Series. Um, it, it would be very interesting if it were the World Mahomes Series. Yeah. Patrick Mahomes probably could right. hit. He almost, he almost he got drafted. I see Jimmy G. Detroit, the Detroit Tigers drafted him. The Yankees almost drafted him. <laughs> so um, they did draft Russell Wilson. Exactly. But he's he's not in it anymore. Exactly. But um so we it was, this was a very fun playoffs. This was I think one of the most fun we've seen. One that we saw the Patriots get the wood chipper broke. The wood chipper up. did break. And I guess I haven't apologized the for person, that. Yeah, you know, it's okay cuz All right, yeah. yeah. No, it's fine. They suck, but it's for the greater good. Okay. The Dolphins the took good. one for the team. You know? I feel like the rest of the league benefited. Parity won out. Yes, the rest this of the great did. moment. The rest of the league did that benefit, but you know Ryan, the thing is, I wanted them to stay alive longer. The Patriots to stay alive longer so they could get beat by the Ravens, but Ryan it's too much of a risk. Should be the MVP because All right. he gave them the third seed. Right, they messed up their tank to make sure the Patriots ain't gonna buy. I don't think a tank matters anymore. Bengals are getting Joel Burrow. It doesn't matter. Tank for Tua. Tua is going in the All right, anyway, back to the Super Bowl. Anyway, okay, so we had a very fun playoffs. On the AFC side, I I don't know what was more. I don't know which side was more fun. Uh, The NFC was pretty entertaining. I think the AFC was more fun. But the AFC, yeah. Because you had had the Ryan Tannehill meme. You had the Texans choking. You had the Patriots. I think Derek Henry was bigger than Ryan Tannehill memes. Well, right, yeah, I know, but Ryan Tannehill's meme was that he was being carried while doing absolutely nothing. Exactly. He threw for 60 yards a game. Well, how about uh, Jimmy, Jimmy Garoppolo throwing for like <laughs> throwing eight, eight times. times? Well, so, Jimmy G saw what Tannehill was doing, and he said, give me some of that. <laughs> <laughs> he said, give me that $30 million a year contract. Who can win the game throwing the least amount of passes? That's what yeah, exactly. Like, let's run the ball, and let's see how many times. But the thing is, though, what was the final score of that Niners game? The Packers got blown out. The, pack, the Packers were overrated. The Packers. The fact that the Packers made it to the NFC Championship game is an anomaly in itself. They were probably the worst thirteen and three team I've ever seen in my life. 
Well, I think if you compare the storylines in the NFC to the ones in the AFC, whatever the NFC had going on just didn't stack up to the fact that the Ravens choked and Lamar looked terrible. The Saints choked. But the Saints choked, but the Ravens Stop. were like... That's not surprising. The Ravens were the chosen ones this year. Everybody spent all year hyping Lamar Jackson. And then the Titans said, let's just blitz him, and that was it. <laughs> but Lamar's, Lamar's still the MVP. He is, but I think he's broken. I think this is it for Lamar. Dude, it's his second year. He's a pair of legs. Once you take away, once you take away his, once you box him in and force him to throw, he's got a noodle arm. I don't think Jarvis so. Jarvis Landry was more accurate than he was at the Pro Bowl. Uh, the Pro okay, Bowl that is in. No, I think Kirk it does Cousins count because he doesn't have it. Kirk Cousins was blowing out. Kirk Cousins had a pass ring like one ten this year. Kirk Cousins was good in the playoffs. Kirk Cousins was actually legit this year. It was so. People are going to blame Kirk Cousins because that's the, the fun thing to do. Everybody wants to hate fun. on my boy Kirk. But it is a very fun the, thing In the playoffs, they didn't lose. Kirk. In the regular season, he was good. Yeah, like, he was a pro bowler. Rating of 107.4. Very good. So He was, he, he was, he was, he was good. okay this year. He was good. I'm not going to. 26 touchdowns, 6 picks. All right, whatever. He was, <laughs> he was good, buddy. But Lamar Jackson, I think, is just a pair of legs. Because once he, he's got a noodle arm. Uh, he's the he was the leader in passing touchdowns this year because there would just randomly be these dudes open downfield and he would just throw this little pass right over the middle and that would be it. I I didn't see too many throws from Lamar this year that impressed me. I'm gonna be completely honest with you. I'm a Steelers fan, but he was doing too much on the ground to impress with the throws. He just I know, but you saw in the playoff game they took away his ability to run and then his throws were just as inaccurate and. Short range as they have been all year. I don't think they lost because of his yeah, I don't think he inability to throw. Because think about it, he still I think he still had three fifty passing yards. Because he he wasn't running at all after a certain point. I mean that probably was all in garbage time. Like yeah, the, he had like sixty pass attempts too. The yeah, like the first couple of drives, he was not doing well at all. They were dry, They were like on. They were like across midfield, and he threw a pick, and like the momentum just shifted after that. Yeah, because after the Titans got like a what was it like a three score lead, they just started letting him run for like ten or fifteen. They're just playing prevent. They're just trying to run the clock out. So he ran it up there, but in the part of the game where the Ravens could actually close the gap, they forced him to throw. He yeah. had to throw. Only reason they were playing prevent at the end is because they didn't want him to you know, somehow uncork like an 80-yard throw and make it interesting again. They could survive a whole bunch of little runs. So... I think it's just... It's sad that you saw him, like... Obviously, I think he's going to be back next year, though. Who? Lamar. He's going to be back better than ever next year, I think. Personally. I think so, as well. I, just... I, I, I don't think he's just a pair of legs. Because we saw what... he His first year, his he, was first year of, he, was, he was a pair of legs. Yes. I I He's significantly improved. But this this season. year, yes, he was a better pair of legs, but he was also a better arm too. I, I think he's RG four. Don't do that. I do. Don't do that. I do. And I'm not I'm not saying like you know, he's, like a career hurting injury or anything. Like, I'm saying that he's a he's a runner. Lamar has lost like what, three games as a starter? Like he like he's not Well that's not all him. You can't. Well, then you the can't, the QB the QB record is something that I kind of have an issue. You can't like 
That would be like judging a baseball pitcher on wins and loss record. Like, QB record is not always due to the quarterback, right? Like, if you have a really good defense, that goes a His certain... defense was... His defense was good. Very good, yeah. Right, so it's not like it's Lamar single-handedly won all of those games. But he didn't single-handedly lose the game against the Titans because I don't think he was out there stopping Derrick Henry or he may get a career-ending injury. No, but at the same time, they couldn't have won without him. It's I not. Mean, he would have had to have done. Okay, something. take away Derrick Henry's what two hundred yards on the ground. What? Ha- do you tell me that score would still be the same? You telling me Ryan Tannehill? Ryan Tannehill would beat the Ravens. Ryan Tannehill barely played. Exactly. I I don't know. I Ryan Tannehill was he, he really had, good in the regular season. He was very. He led that team. You're right. But also. Tannehill was seven to 14, 88 yards, two, two touchdowns. Right. Well, because he didn't need to do anything. Yeah, but if you didn't, they didn't have Derrick Henry. If they didn't have Derrick, Derrick Henry had a passing touchdown. Derrick Henry had just as many passing Derrick touchdowns. Derrick Henry was the reason the Titans won, but at the same time, it was also the Ravens' fault for not being able to stop him. I don't think nobody could stop him. They were the, they had one of the best defenses in the league. They were a 14-2 team. They should have been able to stop him, despite the fact that he was such a good uh, running back last year, most rushing yards in the league. The Ravens clamped down on everybody they played. They just flat out stopped losing after a while. When you're that good of a team, it shouldn't matter if you're playing good players. You're better. You've got better guys. So they failed on that front. It's not like they were even. I get what you're saying. Okay. But moving on, let's move on from Let's move on to the Super Bowl. Yeah. Well, we Aside from that. We yeah. haven't talked about... We, we haven't talked about... Um, well, first off, the Texans imploding. Bill Bryan's a terrible coach. I'm just going to say it right now. Bill O'Brien betrayed Penn State. So. This is true. I feel no. I have no sympathy Bill for Bill. O'Brien can't call. I've this. never seen such. First off, twenty. When I saw it, it was like twenty. It was like twenty-four all right. Congratulations, Texans! You're going to waste Deshaun Watson's career because Bill O'Brien. Yeah. Isn't it ironic that Bill O'Brien beat the Bills, just like his first name in the first round, and then proceeded <laughs> to beat himself in the second round? Good job, Bill. Um, the Bills, um, the <laughs> fact that the Bills almost won. Josh Allen too. is too young and inexperienced. Yeah, that's the thing. Josh Allen, it's almost kind of scary though that the Bills made it this far, and Josh Allen, you could tell his youth in that game. Yeah, he took a he took like two sacks he took in two a row. Two terrible sacks. Like, the third the third down sack was bad, but the fourth down sack that took him to like the forty their own forty five. I don't think the Bills are scary until they break the Patriots streak, which could be next year. The Patriots are done. As long as the Patriots are still in first place. The Patriots are done. The Patriots... I don't I don't want to say it. I don't want to say it until they miss the playoffs. I don't want to say it. Okay, they're not going to miss the playoffs. Well, that means they're not done. But they're not going to be the top... First of all, it's the AFC East. Do you think they're... Who's going to win the AFC East next year? Let's assume Let's assume the pass get Brady back. Bills might have a great chance of winning the AFC. That was this year as well, did they? They almost did. Yeah, but they still didn't. Because Josh Allen is very young. I don't. Yeah, and excuse this, excuse Josh that. Allen's Tom Brady's better, ninety years Tom old. Tom Brady's getting worse. Worse. Terrible. And yet, who won? The defense carried Tom Brady this Neither year, the team and it will carry him next year, and it will probably be enough to I be ahead of the Bills. Again, for like the what thirteenth year in a they, row. The thing is, I don't think it's, it's not the same. Tom Brady. What did he even do this year? Not Nothing. Tom Brady. There was a point during that um, the Titans game where it was thirteen seconds left mm-hmm. in the um, in the um, in the game, and he was Tom Brady was in his own end zone, and I still the fact that I still did, thought something was gonna happen. It's gone. The or that element is gone now. 
went away with that interception. That it, interception it, it might be, but what if, what, if, what if they – oh, yeah. Would it change your whole perception if they did something like, say, trade for Odell Beckham? They're going to do something. They have to. They have to. They can't just sit pat. I don't think, you know, I don't even think that's going to work. Odell, at this point, I'm done with. He's becoming a, he's just a, he's literally Antonio Brown. No, he's Kmart Antonio Brown. He only ever had half his talent to begin with. So, he's Kmart Antonio Brown. He'll put up half of his stat line career. That'll be it. Like, at this point, I don't even think that, I don't even think that Tom Brady Tom Brady, I don't think gets to another. Tom Brady doesn't AFC isn't winning these isn't winning the games for his team. He's it's not the defense. If anyone's winning, he if he could just throw like three yard checkdowns every time. That's how he's getting the ball upfield, and they got to use their. And the thing is, they try and use their, this three um, back rotation. That's not working. Like think about what the um, the Niners did with Mostert, Coleman, and Breda, right? Yeah. Yeah, we'll talk about the Niners in like a little bit, but yeah, we've got to get these rants out of the way. You can, you could just you people can just skip to a later point in the I'm podcast gonna, if you I'm get put stuck the in our rant. Tags in, yeah, you, you go right ahead. I'm, but you think about what they do. They they've been running the James White, Rex Burkhead, and I guess insert Sonny Michelle for the last two years. Um, rotation for like the last three years. Right? They're just gonna draft a new running back. I don't. I really don't they think. Draft a new quarterback. That's what they got. They. Yeah. I think Bill Belichick first off needs to retire soon. No, he's just gonna he's he's gonna, gonna hold on till the bitter tw- end. It's been twenty years. It's almost, it doesn't matter. He's gonna coach until he's dead. <laughs> that's possible, man. It is. He's the he's the type, and you could say that says a lot about his commitment to the team and the organization. But I I just really don't think Bill Belichick's gonna let go of the reins willingly. That's what I think. If, if, he, to his son. if Tom have Brady to fire goes, him. if Tom Brady goes, he goes. No, I, I, I don't know. So. I think I think he, he tries didn't want to. Tom. He wanted Jimmy when they traded him. He didn't want Tom anymore. It's not Tom. They picked Bill Jimmy. doesn't want Tom. No, they picked Robert Jimmy. Kraft wants Tom. When they wanted Jimmy, when they got Jimmy, he was supposed to be a successor to Tom Brady. And guess what? Robert Tom, Kraft wanted Tom, and Bill didn't. No, it, it, Tom Brady didn't need us. Tom Brady felt as if he did need us. A successor, and he didn't. Guess what he did? He went out to win two more Super Bowls, right? Know, but you're saying that t- if Tom leaves, Bill's gonna leave. But he has to leave. I disagree because Bill and Tom don't have that relationship. It's Robert Kraft and Tom. You don't think Bill and Tom have that? Bill relationship? didn't want to keep Tom. He wanted to keep Jimmy. That's why he brought in Jimmy to be his Tom's successor. Yeah, but Bill they, used Jimmy as leverage against Tom to make tr- Tom they mad. They traded him Motivation. because Robert Kraft wanted to keep Tom and Bill didn't. That's why they. I don't think him. that's because when they brought. Tom in. They brought Tom in because I don't know who Drew Bledsoe. Drew Bledsoe, right? Yeah. Was the quarterback. Yeah. yeah. You know. You know who started this whole Patriots dynasty? The Jets. Thanks. All right. Great. That just we just got into ad hominem there. Okay. Let's talk about Jimmy. Let's talk. Let's talk. Let's talk about, let's talk about Jimmy. I think th- I think there is a discussion about Jimmy. Okay. First of all, discussion? so Jimmy, this is Jimmy's first full season as a Niner, where he played all the games. First correct. Full season as a starter? I think it's his first full season for any team. For any team, yeah. He's played four games for the yeah. Patriots, I think, right? So, right. So, he came in at the end of that one season where they went 5-0 and and they gave him that huge contract. So, he's just starting out on that new, massive... He is the highest paid quarterback in the league, if I'm not wrong. I, I, think it's I don't know. There's been Russell. so much... I think Russell might yeah, have asked Russell, him since. Russ has it. At the, at the time, Garoppolo had the highest value for, for a quarterback games. contract. He got. I think he got paid... I think I did the math. He was like paid like 
probably like forty million dollars per game. Right, like like yeah. Tannehill. All right, maybe not. Tannehill. Tannehill. We're here in the future. Tannehill's gonna get paid. Though. He's gonna get probably about thirty million a year. Yeah, I'm not. But regardless, Jimmy, do we think that Jimmy is that guy? Is he gonna be the type of quarterback to consistently? lead the Niners deep into the playoffs every year, or is he, is he just a mirage? The Niners, the game against the Seahawks, right? Like, I think at the end of the season. The end of the season. He, Jimmy brought the ball up, brought the ball upfield, right? He threw 18-22, 285 yards. There were plays that he made at the end of that game that only a, a good, experienced quarterback would make. And I think it's not... I don't think... He's going to be that... He's a game manager, first off, right? But he's not going to be the quarterback like Aaron Rodgers who's going who's gonna to put the team on his back and get, and throw um, 50-yard touchdowns in clutch, in clutch time, right? Like, if you really think about it, he, has, he was brought in to be Brady's successor, right? So he has that Brady mentality. That's what Bill, Bill saw in him. So... You bring him to the Niners, he doesn't need to throw the ball. He just needs to get the job done and not hurt his team, right? As the as Logo to say, the definition of a game manager is. So are you calling Jimmy G a game manager? Game managers isn't a, it's not a game bad manager thing. isn't a bad thing. It sounds bad. They don't make mistakes and they, just, they do enough. They're not risky. Win. They're not very risky. But I think Jimmy G can lead a team, just Kyle Shanahan's team and a good defensive team. That's what has to happen. The thing is, though, the Niners, the Niners don't have. I don't. I don't see their weakness. I don't see a weakness in their team. I think the weakness is going to be one man. His Jim, name. It's going to be Kyle Jim. Shanahan. No, it's going to be Patrick Mahomes, because the Niners are going up against who I believe to be the best quarterback. In the league. Yes, not only the best quarterback in the league, but the guy that takes over the reins and becomes the face of the NFL as their best quarterback. Yeah, it's gonna. And I was—I'm nowhere near a Chiefs fan. I was happy that the Chiefs beat the Titans to get into the Super Bowl because I was very happy the Titans—the Titans were a meme. I don't think they actually could have beaten the Niners. The Titans oh. got very lucky a few times. Derrick Henry carried Bowl, them. Be... If he went up against that Niners defense, it would have been curtains. <laughs> but it would—it would have been a bad look. Tannehill would have been out there throwing for eight yards, but. Patrick Mahomes is he's an animal. He yeah. is so 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 good. He's got all of the traits that a Hall of Fame type QB has and then some. His just his awareness, his ability to lead a team back like what he did against the Texans. That was that was magic. That was um that was embarrassing for the Texans. Yeah, but that was also due to the fact they're playing Patrick Mahomes. He is now in the same sentence as the who were currently the top-tier quarterbacks that you really did not want to play in the playoffs. Guys like Breeze, guys like Brady, guys like Peyton Manning back in the day. Patrick Mahomes is there. You don't want to play Patrick Mahomes in the playoffs because he's Patrick Mahomes. I don't think you want to play Patrick Mahomes on, on a regular Sunday, on a regular NFL Sunday. Because you think of Patrick Mahomes. The thing is, this is what I said. I also I saw a stat the other day that said the Niners have actually scored more points than the Chiefs this season, and the Chiefs have... Um, allowed less points than the Niners this season. That's interesting. That is interesting, right? Because the Chiefs' defense is... <laughs> that's, that's a, I, 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 it's, it's weird, but th- this is what I said. The Niners have to outscore the Chiefs. Because the Chiefs are going to score. I don't care how good that Niners' defense is, the Chiefs are going to score. 
If they get to Patrick Mahomes, but, if, but but last year, the Rams had such a good offense. The Patriots shut them down. The Rams had Jared Goff. I retract. We saw what happened last last year. Jared Goff was like the MVP favorite, one of the MVP favorites, and you saw how sharply he declined. I never thought Jared Goff was any good. I'm just gonna pitch in there. I'm usually I my takes have not had a high accuracy rate on this podcast so far, but (laughs) I legit never thought Jared Goff was any good. So (laughs) Jared Goff is a game manager. Jared Goff's not even that. The Rams are a disaster. They're cooked. We're getting on topic. Yeah. Okay. Back to. Back to oh, the man. Niners and the Chiefs. The Niners defense is going to be great. I don't, I don't, I'm not doubting the Niners defense, but the Chiefs are going to find a way to score. I think Mahomes is going to shred the Niners defense. I don't think that's. I don't think he's going to shred them. He's going to. There's a difference between shred and dissect. I. To, a, to, to define it. Okay, shredding the Niners defense is if he was shredding is what Patrick Mahomes is what Lamar Jackson and Patrick Mahomes would do to the Dolphins. That's shredding the defense. Dissecting the defense is making the right throws and getting the ball upfield through the defenders. Patrick Mahomes then by he can dissect. I'm t- he then, can dissect. Then Mahomes dissects every single game. He doesn't just rear back and launch it. Of course, we know that. That's, That's shredding. We've no. It's, shredding is, does it, is implying that there's not a good defense to begin with. All right, this no one wants to listen to this. So, so <laughs> no, but, okay. let me just. What I'm saying is that Patrick Holmes is a great quarterback. I think he's a gr- gonna go down one day as one of the best quarterbacks to ever play the game. So, in order to fill the NFL star quota to have that marketable player and not just have a bunch of no names running the show who are all good but not good enough, you need Mahomes to win the Super Bowl here because Garoppolo is not ever going to be in that tier. You don't think Gar- Garoppolo is ever going to be one of those quarterbacks that? Is mentioned a long time alongside the greats? Brady is it No. Wait, well, hold on. Sorry, no. I'm gonna jump in here. No. The The thing is, the matchup you have to watch is the Niners D line against the Chiefs offensive line. And the yeah. Chiefs offensive line is pretty good this year. So if the d- defensive line doesn't have the impact that they usually do, I think the one defense one um, weakness you can point out on the Niners is their secondary besides Richard Sherman isn't like top tier like the rest of their team. So if the offensive line can protect Patrick Mahomes, it's I agree with Adam. It's gonna get. But also, guys. Patrick Mahomes is doesn't even need to stay in the pocket to make plays. That's you that's. Think Lamar can run. Watch Patrick go. <laughs> and Patrick Mahomes is not just a pair of legs. He's not. That's that is a key difference. <laughs> so. I think I've never on the um, the game against the um, the game against the Titans. He put that team on his back, literally. To, mm-hmm. to um, he he what, that last rushing touchdown. How he broke like nine tackles. Yep. The Titans are like, yeah, it's all right. And Patrick Mahomes is just having a gross playoff run so far. Yeah. He's killing it. He's played in two games, eight touchdowns, no interceptions, pass rating of 131.5. Amazing. I mean, woo. So. Nick Foles. That's not Nick Foles. Nick better, that's better than Nick put, Foles. Nick Foles would never put up that. that that's better than Nick Foles' uh, stat line. But we're not going to attack gonna St. Like Nick. Nick. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> but what I'm saying is that like Patrick Mahomes is my – this is going to be a very fun Super Bowl. I don't think it's going to be a blowout, though. Because we're acting like the Niners don't score too. The Niners have one of the best offenses. They're gonna the score. 
They're going to score. I just think that it's going to be a high-scoring game. Yeah, it's, it will be. It has to be. I don't want a 13-3 game. That's right. So how about how about, how about we do the predictions then? Yes. What do we got? We'll start with you, Noah. Alright, so I don't I think it's gonna both be in the, the both teams are gonna be in the thirties. Are we doing score predictions too? Yeah. The, yeah, that's, that's what, a prediction what a prediction is. is. I thought we were just picking the team. Okay? That would be too generic, Logan. I think I think the Niners get this one. Mm. Thirty five to I know you guys are all waiting for this number. <laughs> this is very important. It's going to be close. I think it's 38 35. 38 35. Niners. All right. Um, I am going to pick the Chiefs. I think Andy Reid. Andy, Andy Reid. <laughs> he is red. <laughs> Andy Reid gets his first Super Bowl. Patrick Mahomes, as Adam said, becomes the face of the franchise, and they win. Not a score. 35 31. Boom. There you go. Okay. And they blow a 28 3 lead. 49 or stop. That's just stop. gonna that's not gonna happen. Alright, that was a hot take. Um uh, now, now I'm thinking it might actually happen. Yeah, um, that, that won't happen. I mean it's, it's not gonna it's not gonna happen. I'm a genius, but it's probably not gonna happen. Alright. Hmm. So I don't think either team's gonna get into the forties. Yeah, I'm so gonna rule that, that out. That's not gonna happen. It's that, not gonna be a that happened a couple years ago. But which which one? Eagles. Did both teams get into the forties for that? Oh no, but the Eagles did. Yeah. It was forty one thirty three. I was like, there was a lot of offense in that game. Yeah, that so game. I could, yeah, I could see, I could see something like that happening where the defense is making plays, but like also both sides are just getting torched. Yeah, that's what I think. But Mahomes just had. If it comes down to Mahomes versus Garoppolo as a deciding factor, Mahomes you're going with Mahomes every yeah, day of the of week. So I think that Mahomes throws for close to 400 yards, and I think that the Chiefs take this one, 38. 28. Okay, can I also say this too? 38, 28, okay. Yeah. Me saying the Niners are going to win. Hey, there's nothing wrong with that. I'm not saying it thinking that. I could say it. I, the thing is, I don't, I'm don't. i not saying that the Niners are the better team. I don't even think, I think both teams are somewhat evenly matched. I'm not looking at either team. Okay, I'm not looking at either team being like, okay, this team looks really good. This team looks better. The Chiefs some, at some points this season looks really bad. I, there was a certain point where I didn't think they were making it. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I think I you said it on this podcast. Yeah, earlier in the season, you said, yeah, the Chiefs already have four losses, like, and it was, like, mid-season. Yeah, they looked like crap for a while there. But the Niners, <laughs> I thought the, the, Niners, the Niners this year. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Logan almost short-circuited his laptop. <laughs> we thought the Raiders were going to make them play. That, was almost, that, almost, that could have happened the last day, oh, too. God. It could have happened. That's the thing. It was very close to happening. But the thing is, the Niners this year... Like every you knew you knew me. Every time I watched the Niners game, I'm like, this is gonna be the game where they choke. This is gonna be I kept game. waiting for them to fall I off. Was real, we were all waiting for it. What happened? They, like, they're a good team now. That caught I me guess. by surprise. I thought when the Seahawks beat them in that like ridiculous that overtime that was such mess. A great game. I was like, this is it. This is where the this is where the Hawks pass them, but just so they didn't play like that's at first we were saying they were playing a, a week. Yeah, like the but their last they like the week nine through sixteen was like like Seattle, Green Bay, Baltimore, New Orleans. Like Seattle, they, man. they had a tough schedule, and they went through that schedule with like what two losses? Three. 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 That was their three losses. They lost to the Falcons. They lost to the Falcons. Kyle Shanahan revenge game. Oh, that was the Julio Jones. I just, I think. Yeah, I just think that all the dominoes have fallen in the Chiefs' favor. 
the Patriots and the Ravens, they avoided both of them in the playoffs. Who are, who are like, I guess, their biggest competition. But also, nobody expected the Titans to be playing them. The yeah, but I feel like the Chiefs just got lucky in what... If you say, like that, saying that is like, remember a couple years ago when it was the Pats, Jags, and the Eagles, Vikings... <laughs> the championship games. Remember, we almost got a Vikings Jaguars Super Bowl. Hey Amen. Where is he? Where is he now? The L. A. Rams backup. That yikes. Okay. And then we have Tom Coughlin out here. Fired. Fired. So so sad. But they fix the clowns. <laughs> stop. But the thing is, though, I'm not saying I'm not saying the Niners are going to win because they're a better team or they might make more plays. I'm saying the Niners win because I think this is going to be one of those games. Whoever has the football last is going to win. I agree. That's it's going to be one of those games. You say you're saying it's going to be a, a ten point margin. I don't think it's going to be that that one loss. Uh, well, I think the last. If we had to get super specific, I think it's going to be within three, but then the Chiefs seal it with like a couple minutes left of the touchdown. I, but, I, I get that, to but I'm telling you right now because remember, uh, was it last year the Chiefs Patriots AFC Championship game? Mm-hmm. We said, I'm sorry. Just keep going. <laughs> okay. We said that Patrick Mahomes didn't even get the ball at the end. But say say what you want to say. On the last play of the game, Patrick Mahomes throws an interception. No, never mind. Sorry. Say no, it. No. Oh, okay. And D4 is off. D4, D4, yeah. He's offsides, and then he throws, another, he throws a touchdown. No, I think, I think that's the only reason why. I think that's the only reason why they're in the Super Bowl. No, why um why the Niners might lose. D Ford might mess it up. D Ford's gonna be like sitting next to Patrick Mahomes and he's like, oh crap, sorry guys. <laughs> but it's 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 really sad that but that is that you don't know what team is better. I think it's gonna be a fun Super Bowl though. Yes. The, the game itself, not anything else in between or before. Oh, no. We're we're not even gonna get into the halftime show or the anthem. That that just might be tough to watch. But anyway, anyway, let's 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 we're still talking about football. Let's we're finish up with some awards. So, something fun, something great, something awards. Okay, what are we? What, where are we starting? MVP. Oh, that should be last. I guess that should be last. Uh, when is the NFL honors? That's the day before. That's Saturday, right? Sure. The, the, okay, it is. It is Saturday. It is Saturday. <clears throat> okay, so let's start with Coach of the Year. Mike Tomlin. Bugging. No. How am I bugging? Terrible. Hi, okay, I'm sorry. Two for Mike Tomlin. You're terrible. You're he took both a team. We're terrible together. We got towels to prove. If he made the play, if they made the no, playoffs, I would say. I don't even care if they didn't make the playoffs. He took he took a team that was on their third string quarterback. Was destined was to win about two games. Yes. And they went eight eight and eight? Five hundred? Eight and eight. And they could have been in the playoffs if they hadn't lost lose last week this year. Heard his case at the end, but I think he was leading that yeah, particular good. category the whole year. So if, if you don't want to take him, I guess you can pick uh, the Titans. Oh the yeah, Titans guy. Yeah, Mike Vrabel. Mike Vrabel is amazing. That was I think he like I would the last, yeah. the last I would give it more to Ryan though. I wouldn't I I wouldn't be upset if Vrabel took yeah, it. I, I, mean, I, I think Shanahan's too. probably gonna win. Shanahan's but has Rabel, to. like I think at the end of the season there, Vrabel. Vrabel kind of like made his case a little bit. Vrabel did, but I give that more because of Ryan and Derek, though. Derek, Derek. My pick is Vrabel. Okay, my and pick my is just Tom. just because of the Patriots clock thing. My, that was amazing <laughs> to watch. That was amazing to watch. But um, that made me laugh. 
I'm gonna pick. I'm gonna pick um, Kyle. And my second pick. You're not allowed to. You you both picked two. Don't act like you did both pick. No, we didn't. We just reconsidered. Reconsidered. If I were to reconsider, I'd give it to Sean. Sean who? Stop calling people by their first names. Wait, you don't know. There's two Sean. <laughs> yeah, you can't I know. Say Sean. I had to give those. Sean from down the street. I had to give the Sean bias some hope. Some Saints bias some hope. But oh, there's three Sean's. Who's the other? Sean? Your franchise quarterback is Taysom Hill. Sean Why would I ever even? Well, I'm sorry, you just said Sean. That's such a generic. Yeah, as if as if you're like, yo, my homie Sean. The, it's yeah, the just guy a common has, name. Yeah. In the NFL. Stabbed him up in the street recently. Right. Offensive player of the year. Offensive player of the year. Christian McCaffrey. Christian McCaffrey, yeah. Christian McCaffrey. Defensive player of the year. No, I hear a lot of people saying it should go to Michael. Who is Michael? Thomas. Say his whole name. Say his whole name. It could be Mike Vick. (laughs) (laughs) None of the dogs want that. (laughs) (laughs) That's literally the first thing that came to my head. No, stop. Okay. No. It's Christian McCaffrey. It has to. No. Come on. I I understand that. You heard Mike Thomas' voice? Rule him out. Um, no, I, I agree. I agree with it should be Christian McCaffrey because Christian McCaffrey was the Panthers team and the fantasy MVP. The fantasy MVP. Here, I'll vote as Michael Thomas was fantasy MVP too. I'll I'll vote as Michael Thomas. I think that Christian McCaffrey should get the award. All right, let's continue. Um, I think we should uh, not lose to the Vikings. Come back. No defensive play of the year. Uh, TJ Watt. TJ Watt. I would not be. A- Sad about that, but I don't think it's gonna be him. It's gonna be Stephon Gilmore. I think no, so too. no. It's T.J. Watt, second pick, Minka Fitzpatrick. Ooh, he he fell off at bias, 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 bias. Because like at the, the first couple games, no, he was a goat. Do you think they'll give Nick Bosa that and rookie? They can't do that. I don't think they should do that. No, no, they won't. But also, Nick Bosa wasn't as crazy at the last. No, he was. Never mind. He had like three sacks in that playoff game. They're going to give it to T.J. Watt. They're going to give it to T.J. Watt. T.J. Watt's the best. But you know they're going to give it to Stephon, right? No, I, Sorry, we don't know that they're going to give it to Stephon. I'm going to give it to Logan Ryan for picking off Tom Brady. Stop. Just because he did that. Um, Defensive or Trey Davis. Trey Davis might, might get a couple no, It's going to be Gilmore or T.J. Watt. All right, what's the next category? Okay, D, we said defensive player of the year, right? Defensive okay. rookie of the year. Defensive rookie of the year, Nick Bosa. Easy. Continue. I, I'm, I'm in agreement. Continue. Offensive rookie of the year, Josh Jacobs. Oh, I forgot. Uh, uh, Kyler, AJ Brown, AJ Brown, DK. Oh yeah, dude. He AJ Brown, buddy. That's my pick. I might have to. It's gonna be Josh. I see you leaning out from behind the screen like that. AJ Brown. I have to agree with that because he at the end of the season there. At the end of the season he was good, but he had a couple touchdowns. But Josh Jacobs was. Yeah, but at the end of the season. Josh Jacobs was on the couch watching AJ Brown make catches. You need to stop. At the end of the season, Josh Jacobs wasn't. He got injured and was like wasn't doing anything. I heard. I heard a lot of people. um, Garner Minshew. Stop. Stop. No stop. I heard a lot of people (laughs) wanting to give Miles Sanders. Some ooh, ooh, actually. No, he's not winning it. No, that's a I that's a great pick. I, I yeah, can't I I'm, I apologize he, to Miles. Did he like lead? I apologize. Like my pick is now Miles Sanders. I, I You should pick him. You is he like the first rookie? No. No. He had like the first Miles was going to have like a a 1000 rushing yards or something from scrimmage. Yeah, look, look, all right, look, buddy. Kyle Miles Sanders. Miles Sanders ran he had over 1300 total yards. That was the most total yards out of any of the rookies. And he pretty much single-handedly carried the Eagles into the playoffs. At the end, yeah, he did too. Uh, no, okay. I'm sorry, what? He uh, did. Uh, uh, uh. Wait, he did. No, he no, did. he did. No, he did. He was injured. He did. He got the last, injured. 
yeah, that happened, but... The, the last... only the only reason they even got to a position to get into the playoffs was because of Miles Sanders. Wentz was... He was, was taking the handoff... Boston Scott. He Boston was... Scott. All right, yeah, all right, fine. He was... I think t- you might be taller than Boston Scott. Wow. Oh, he just called Logan a midget. That's sad. <laughs> but... <laughs> The thing about Sanders was he was taking the handoffs, and then after he took the handoff, he'd catch a ball from Wentz. He was never not involved any, in the play. I mean, it's not like he did. He had someone else to throw it to. But. Right, so he carried them in. Okay, but <laughs> just okay, by existing. Okay, well, are we are we gonna not talk about the only receiver at the end of the year that the Seahawks had? Decaf Metcalf. No, Decaf Metcalf. I'm picking AJ Brown. It's not gonna be. It's gonna be. I'm picking, not, Josh I'm, Jacobs is gonna get Miles Sanders. Okay. That's more plausible than Josh Jacobs. If Kyler Murray goes away with it, I might just... Kyler Murray's not going to get it because he's not cool. All right. Comeback player of the year. Ryan Tannehill. Ryan Tannehill. Ryan Tannehill. Or, no. Some people say Jimmy G, but I'm like, no. No, Ryan Tannehill. I didn't even think he was... Next year, it's going to be Antonio Brown. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) Goes back to Pittsburgh, catches 2,000 yards. He's going to break Michael Thomas' records that he said this year. Um, Gone. I mean, well, okay, so we're not... we were at the beginning a couple um, podcasts ago. We said Cooper Cup. It would be his. Oh, bro! I forgot he existed. Was, it, was he playing? I mean, Hooper, more like I, Hooper. I Cup? wanted, I wanted um, Earl Thomas to get some looks too. Well, Derrick Henry stiff arms him back. To, yeah, he stiff Derek arms him back Henry to Seattle, man. That was the <laughs> worst. That was so ever. embarrassing. He said, "Derrick Henry's not going to get through us." <laughs> you don't have to worry about Derrick Henry. Is um is a monster. Like, oh my gosh. He's going to get paid next year. I know uh, he won't. Offensive they never do. Of the year is Derrick Henry. Maybe. Stop. It's not Christian McCaffrey. It is Derrick Christian Henry. McCaffrey. How could you? How could you? It is. Okay, so before we get to MVP, executive of, the, executive of the year. You don't know who the executives are, just tell me the team. What do you mean you don't know who the executives are? Name three executives. Bro, let me just think about yeah, the Name three executives. Bro, what about the, what about the general managers, bro? That's to the executives. That's an executive, right? Yeah, that's the executive. What, what about what, what about? Uh... Are you about the owners? Wait, is Bill O'Brien the the, the GM? He's of the a Texans GM too. Yes. Stop. Wait, is that what, are you talking about? General manager? Yeah. Okay. Why? Why are you saying executive? Because that's an award. Huh? That's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> what? I'm trying to think. John Lynch. Okay. Good job. Look at you. Look at, look at me go. Okay. Niners. <laughs> for the Packers, it's the fans. Stop. <laughs> the, 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 for the fans. Or the, the, so, you think John Lynch might get it? Um, he has to. He's he, my first He put together what a, he put together a hell of a team. All right. I'm not going to. I don't really have any. Jeff's general manager is. Don't even, great job. Don't even patronize me like that. Everyone's I'm going to go with John Lynch. Okay. Okay. John Lynch, he probably will get it. He, All right. They drafted great. They drafted I mean, a blind person could have told you to draft Nick Bosa, but okay. Debo. What's the next award? Uh, MVP. Mm. Why you? Mm. You know it's going to be. I want to say. No, it's going to okay. be. Go ahead. <laughs> no, Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry. Robin Antonio Brown. The NFL was. Terrell. Wait, who, who who tried out for a kicker? Was it what? Who tried out to be a kicker in the XFL? Uh, who cares? Chad Ochocinco. He's the MVP. <laughs> Stop. Um, if we're talking, yeah, it's gonna be Lamar. Mm. 
Yeah, it has to be one, 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 one for the road so he can ride off into the sunset. Lamar is going to win it, but Russell is going to get some votes. Of course he's going to get votes. Same with Patrick, same with Michael. Stop! <laughs> My friend Michael. Literally, every single time you, you just said, said Russell. About Michael you Pitt. just said Russell. But Russell is an uncommon name in football. Michael. I don't think that's true. Michael could be like Michael What's Crabtree. Yeah, Michael Vick, Michael Crabtree. Name another Michael. We already named two. Well, there's more that there's other Patrick's. Name another Russell in the league. Oh, there's Patrick Russ, Peterson. Patrick Chung. <laughs> <laughs> He's not in the league. Is he? Is, is he? You can't hear the sniffing noises <laughs> I'm making. <laughs> I can't actually. Um, I'm looking at this. Tied for 16th is Ryan Fitzpatrick. Hey, yo, he's my pick. Ryan But yeah, okay, so that's. We're all, are, we, are we in agreement with Lamar? Yeah. Yep, one for, one no, for the Ryan Fitzpatrick. Ryan F- Lamar, not, it won't be the only. He's going to win two more in his career. Michael Bennett. <laughs> Why do you hate Lamar so bugging, much? You're bugging so much. Because with the mobile quarterbacks, all these people are always gassed them every year. Do you remember the Kyler Murray hype? I don't remember the Kyler Murray hype. I remember it so vividly. He should have chosen the A's. I, I, um, he chose the signing bonus and ran. Literally. All right, speaking of mobile quarterbacks. Oh, God, no. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> no. Eli and Philip Rivers. Right, okay. The most mobile quarterbacks ever to exist. Oh, okay. Philip Rivers is very mobile. He just moved across the country. Stop. Yeah. He's now living in Florida, and the Chargers cut ties with him. Yeah. Oh. Retirement. Nothing. No, no, he's, I don't think so. He's not Carolina Panthers. Stop. Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Oh. Don't you dare. That's a good one. Don't you dare. Because I've been seeing that all Dude, I can see the Dolphins or the Buccaneers. Dolphins are not letting go of Ryan Fitzpatrick. He moved to Florida. He said he wants to play in the area. no team wants to keep Ryan Fitzpatrick. What do you mean they're not going to let go of Ryan Fitzpatrick? Dude, we need to build around Ryan Fitzpatrick. No, Ryan Fitzpatrick is the only quarterback that you don't think you need, but you need very much. I want to Ryan Fitzpatrick. You you, you trade for he's Nick Foles. better than any quarterback you have. No. Yes. Duck is better than him. No. You're going to tell me Duck is better than Ryan Fitzpatrick. I want Duck to Jalen Samuel's Wildcat is better. <laughs> that one time he okay. threw the ball Get three yards. So, Eli, Eli goes out. 117 and 117. <laughs> That's how I feel about him, too. That little yuck <laughs> noise you heard. That I f- 117 and 117 career, right? I Again, earlier, I made the point that you can't definitively judge someone's career based on their QB rating. However, it is possible that Eli Manning is what Thanos was talking about the whole time. Perfectly balanced. He he's not he doesn't suck, but he's also not good. He's nothing. He just exists. He is the anti-Brady. He like backed his way into the Super Bowl a couple times, accidentally won the Super Bowl twice, and we'll call it a wrap. The only reason people think that Eli Manning should be a Hall of Famer is because he plays in the largest sports market in the country. Period. Fan. End of story. I'm a Yankees fan. New York I'm Giants. That's, that's, <laughs> the only, that's the only reason anybody gives Eli Manning clout because he's got 18 million built-in fans because nobody watches the Jets. So. <laughs> and he's a Manning. I, I need you to not hit on the New York Jets. And he wants you to Okay, he's, so he's gonna be I can't like, wait until Le'Veon Bell drops a mixtape diss against the Antonio Jets. With Antonio Brown? <laughs> Antonio Brown. And, and Eli Manning. Oh, God. Featuring Eli Manning Eli on the Manning on the background. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but, okay, so, Eli, perfectly balanced. Eli, QB record for, first off, don't make this sound like I'm defending Eli, because I'm not. 
Remember, I do not like Eli Manning at all. <laughs> no one. Who actively likes Eli Manning? You are not from New York, sir. You do not know. Dude, I don't own a you single pair of Tim's. The, you do not know <laughs> the things that I've seen. What? I'm so confused. I, this this <laughs> Jets Giants rivalry is no, huge about, in New York. Apparently. No, I'm, I hate you. Not, it's actually not a. We're gonna win three games. A, oh, we're gonna win four. <laughs> we're gonna get Saquon, you. and you're not. We're, so, we're gonna tank better than you. I'm not. Well, guess what? We got Sam Darnold and Jamal Adams. Everybody wants Jamal Adams. So and like a couple wins, maybe. And the Giants are like, oh, we got Daniel Jones. No. Anyway, the Eli, the Eli has. The QB record for most passing yards in a playoff. Wow. Playoff Congratulations. Series. In a playoff series? In a playoff <laughs> series? Dude, that's like the saddest statistic ever. <laughs> Stop that. Stop, man. Stupid. He just, he happens to not be able to beat, uh, Tom Brady can't beat him. Bill Belichick can't beat him somehow. Tom Brady couldn't beat Nick Foles. You put Nick Foles in the Hall of Fame? Can you not? No. You no. You like that, wouldn't you? Every time every time <laughs> no. Eli Manning gets brought up, I bring up Nick Foles because we're the same person. They're not the same person. I think Bro. Nick Foles is better. Nick Foles has a better... Do, do we have an episode about this? Or No, but that was... Uh, Joe Flacco. That was Joe Flacco. <laughs> That's not true. Joe Flacco's worse than both of them. But... I don't know about that. The That's fact. They're all in the same tier. <laughs> they're all just down in the top. And, but they've all got a ring. So That is true. But Eli has two. Lamar has no ring. Eli has two. Think about it. You know what? You got him, him that? Not him. It was the defense and David Tyree <laughs> magically getting sticky hands and <laughs> attaching it to his helmet. And whatever happened in the 2011 playoffs. I don't, Mario Manningham. 2012, like, 2012. I don't even know what he did. It's technically it was 2011 season. So, calm down. Whoa. Bro, check the check out Eli these Eli Manning stats, bro. Eli Manning, what his the, best stats. He led the league in interceptions pitched. three times. Those are his best stats. Never led in passing yards, passer rating, touchdowns. He led the league in interceptions three I think times. His highest, his highest touchdown. Um, that is his legacy. Has he ever gotten over thirty touchdowns? I think he had thirty-five one year, right? Yes, he did. Oh. But <laughs> but he threw for forty picks. The, yeah, the year he threw 31 touchdowns, 25, 25 interceptions. Yeah. He was, he was Jameis before Jameis. Don't you? Dude. Don't. Jameis okay. might be better than him because no, Jameis led the league in passing yards. You're an embarrassment. No, no. Stop. I just no. said Jameis might be better than him. This is where we edit the, the sound levels because he's okay. getting passionate now. Yeah. It's Jameis Manning defense. was never a top five quarterback in his position. Ten. His entire yeah, – I mean, <laughs> I say ten. Come on, man. In his entire career. But he's gonna get in the Hall of Fame because he's a Manning. Because he was played for the Giants. Because he won two Super Bowls and because he's a Manning. Yeah, which is dumb. I mean, but he will always be in the shadow of Peyton Manning's forehead. But the sad, <laughs> sad part is, though, up until the up until that they won, the Broncos won. Peyton Manning would have gone out with one less than Eli. Embarrassing. Terrible. But again, that didn't happen. So. Um, Eli wasn't good since every Eli time. He, been good since and the thing is, too, you know, what the sad part is, too, we always see. There's always these playoff Eli memes, right? Oh I don't understand why. People, you have to understand that. Okay, playoff Eli, but you've only been to the playoffs twice. <laughs> playoff full, Daniel bro. Jones is just... Playoff Eli Daniel Jones. I think, I think Eli... Dan, no, Daniel, might Daniel be Jones Eli. is just Eli Manning regenerating. No, because Daniel... Yes, they, they, they literally look they identical. They literally are the same person. Did you see there was a clip of them faster after the or Dolphins game? Because he's about to get sacked. After, <laughs> stop. after the Dolphins game... 
Um, they both went out and they like both wearing like college. They went shirts. to the they went to the club wearing like button up shirts and, and khakis. The <laughs> they went to the club. They were throwing money with khakis on. Next is now another now another identical looking quarterback, Philip Rivers. How are we feeling about? He doesn't him? look like them. That he looks different. He's he, but he has a top. Philip Rivers needs to go away. Just go have more kids. Like, do we want that? No, wait. Do, has, like, hey, do we have like, a do we have a say in that? No. I don't. So I don't think I have an opinion. Or he's gonna, I think he should play for the I, I think he is. Philip Rivers is currently one short of fielding an entire football team. Yeah, he Maybe needs he's eleven. He's trying to do that. He's he's, he's one away. Florida, you know. At at this exactly. point, he's already cracked double digits. At this point, you just got to commit one more, buddy. What if? What is <laughs> going on? Do we see him create a football team? Playing what team would you would you play for a contender if you're Philip? Or like, I'm not going to a. A struggling team. I would. If I'm a GM, I'm not bringing him in. I'm going to tell you something. He's not going to get to pick and choose. There's going to be like a couple of really bad tanking teams to offer him a contract, and that'll be it. Yeah. He's not. He's cooked. Nobody wants him. He can't move. He's terrible, dude. I think. No. He can't move. His him and Eli, I think it's it's so sad. Jeez, he's old and slow. (laughs) He looks like a whale when he's running. He's like like lurching forward. Retire, please. You have bases, don't worry. <laughs> but alright just take <laughs> do you guys know the playoff Eli once put up a pass rating of 35 in the playoffs 40.7 in the playoffs and 72.1 in the playoffs what, were those all wins no they were all losses <laughs> career playoff Eli has a rating of 87.4 I don't think that's really anything to get hyped about <laughs> they only because that those two playoff runs where they were both the wild card that's right he was 95.7 and 103.3 but like amazing it's it's that. not it's not even worthy of being a thing. But he's gonna get in the Hall of Fame. Right? Oh, I hate that. I hate, I hate that too. That That's terrible. And I'm gonna get a lot of slack from every anybody listening to this in New York. Listen, New probably York just fans. gonna be me when I go back home. But he's not good. He's, he's mediocre. Not. Take he's off your take off your Tims and your clout goggles. You need to understand that Eli Manning is not good. You know this isn't good. Tom Brady. Let's send it there. He's going to the Indianapolis. <laughs> Let's course. wrap it up. Let's wrap it up. Logan has officially jumped the shark for us. <laughs> Hot take. Uh, he's going to the Colts. He's taking um, Joey Allen. One last thing. And Antonio Brown. One last thing um, before I have a question for you guys. So we're gonna end it like that. Okay, you ready? And I think we're gonna we're gonna revisit, revisit this then after the next episode. And I am I am eagerly and anticipating this question, dude. So. The Niners were had like two wins last year, right, or something uh-huh. like that. Mm-hmm. What team? But they blew up. Um, what team are the next Niners? We have to check the bottom of the standings. What team are the? What next team Niners? do you see? They don't have to. Who's be going ch- from worse to? Who, not, they don't have to be worse. They have to be just um, a bad one, team. A bad team. What Under team reform? do you see blowing up in the next mm-hmm. next year? Next year. And I have an idea of who. But I want to see. Uh, I, if you say the Buccaneers, I'm, I'm not going to say the Buccaneers. Right Calm down. But no, he's going to pick the team that James. Is it a team that didn't make the playoffs? Or they just... Yeah, of course they can't make the playoffs. Mm. The team that didn't make the playoffs is going to blow up. I, if I you have, say the Jets, I have an idea as well. I have an idea as well. But I will keep mine. Actually, I'm going to go first because I'm going to steal your idea. No, don't steal my idea. The name was Joe Burrow. I no. I know what your idea is. What is my idea? Go ahead. All right, we'll say at the same time. Right. Three, two, one. Lions. Broncos. No. Okay. Ooh. Ooh. All right. Broncos. Lions. Broncos. I'm gonna I'm gonna unleash a very the hot Lions? take. The Lions. I think you 
that Drew Locke will be very good for the Broncos. I think he's good. Additionally, I think he's good. Yeah. additionally, I think that the Denver Broncos will sign Derrick Henry and pair him with Philip Lindsay. That's a very That's explosive dangerous. backfield. And that would be tough, and I think they're going to do it. The Colts. The Colts, I don't I don't uh, think that counts. Why not? They only, literally the only reason they're bad is because they didn't have Andrew Luck. And they were good. Jacoby Brissett just realized he was That's a rookie. Jacoby Brissett literally just realized he was a rookie. Jacoby Brissett's like 27, bro. Let me re When's he going to grow up? <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Peter Pan. But, like, I think the Detroit Lions are the next team. No. No. Why do you say, why don't you They're so that? bad. <laughs> like the Matt Patricia is a defensive coach, and their defense was awful. Okay, what <laughs> it was awful? You know what I see? Finally, getting old getting Matthew angry. Stafford. Who, what, what is he doing? He's been in the league for We're how not, long? I, I he's been, not that old. He's, he's, he's like, like what thirty? Thirty two. He's been in the league for ten years, and he's done nothing. He's thirty one. Brian Tannehill, I think, and him are the same age. Yeah, let's cut. Russell Wilson's the same age. Wow. Anyway, let's cool out. So you have Kenny DeGalladay, Darius Lane, Bose Scarborough, <laughs> Marvin Jones. You have good pieces. You pair them right, and Matt Patricia just realized that realizes he's a good coach. He, he won't. But all right, whatever. But we'll be missing the Dolphins. You just uh, you you still alive. No one doesn't. No one doesn't want you to. Did you say the Dolphins? <laughs> I did. Goodness the Dolphins was that Tua, and they will win. No, no, no. And who's Antonio Dolph- Brown. Who's the Dolphins coach? <laughs> Brian Flores. Okay. Anyway, oh, I forgot. No, wait. The Cardinals. Steelers. All right, all right. Stop, stop. Just end it, please. Well, we'll revisit this next week when there's no when there's no um, no NFL games for preview and baseball isn't. We're just gonna bluff to fill time next week. So enjoy that. Bluffing. This is never a bluff. All Star Weekend. Yeah, yeah. Don't 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 make that sound. All right, all right. Don't make that sound. It's pretty big. It's in the greatest city of all time, Chicago. We'll revisit all the topics later. This is Noah Odige. Wait. What? You follow mean? us on Twitter. Yeah, that too. Follow people people already do that. Follow us on SoundCloud, for God's sake. We got six followers Are on SoundCloud. Are we SoundCloud rappers now? At Stick to Sports, two underscores. <laughs> no, just you. What's our, what's so, our sound? Uh, never mind. Just, just stick to sports. It, two underscores. Stick to Sports podcast. Not, not SoundCloud. That's Twitter. And you're only going to see this because we're plugging it through Twitter. Otherwise, you'd never find it through SoundCloud. But enjoy. And we have Spotify and Apple Podcasts too, so. If you want to do that. If you're one of those weird people. Like me. Yeah, and me. I listen to my podcast not on SoundCloud. Like he listens to his own podcast. I don't listen to my own podcast. Oh, and go listen to, listen to our editing. other episodes if you have. Yeah, that's it. If you if you want. If you if you're feeling like you want to, you know, no, just to, you yeah, to catch up. If you want to, yeah, catch up on. NBA. Yeah, catch up. But turn off that episode. J Cole. You turn on that stick sports. Catch up exactly. on that NBA season. Yeah. If you haven't been paying attention. Which, then oh, never mind. Okay. Alright, this has been the Stick to Sports Podcast with Noah, Logan, and Adam. R.I.P. Cody. It's Stick to Sports with Logan, Adam, and Noah.